recording now, Pancreation Philosophy, episode 143. I'm your host, Pochoa Cruz. I'm your producer, Endocleafi. Yep, and here we are again, and brought to you by Sponsoring Philosophers. That's right, you can find us at patreon.com slash pancreation. That's Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash pancreation spelled P-A-N-K-R-A-T-I-O-N. And for those not subscribed currently, well, get on it. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> but you plenty can... more content on the way. Definitely. And so give a keep shout a out. Lookout. Shout outs to Rustam Hamamedov. You know, definitely a real guy. Hmm. Looking, um, what else we got? Oh, we got Big Wang. That's right. Hmm. Definitely use this soap. We found this out. Hmm. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Very exciting news. Very exciting news. And then, yeah, what else? Hmm. Oh, we got Spreadshirt. You can find the merch on there. Spreadshirt. Uh, look at Pancreation Philosophy. Cool. Uh, we're on the things. We're on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Stitcher? Google. Yeah, we're on Stitcher. Okay. Whatever that is. I'm on Deezer. I think these things like I don't like know what that last one is. I don't know. Well, I just, I just got We're just going to start it. saying words. Yeah, we're just going to start make a podcast. People, people won't know. But yeah, we're on those things. So like, subscribe. I mean, you're listening to it already. So like and subscribe and do that shit get on it get on it all right speaking of getting on it let's talk about our guest today go ahead introduce yourself sir my name is vlad mccatumian happy to be on the show nice how do you say that last name again oh my you don't that's yeah. the real secret <laughs> i know I, I saw your last name i was like yeah not going there uh, yeah <laughs> people are like damn oh, we're gonna screw that up <laughs> Yeah, so, you yes. know, sometimes I see the Smiths of the world, and the I'm like, Smiths "You luck sack." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Mucker Tumian. It's uh, Mucker like trucker tomb like tombstone and yawn like yawning. You know. <laughs> wow, I like how you have all those like you, you had that prepared. Yeah. When yeah. you see so yeah. many people stuttering <laughs> and suffering, yeah. you start to feel sorry for them. But that's actually an Armenian last name. Yes. Um, so you know, I was born in Armenia. Okay. Um, you know, Vlad. I say, you know, since I, my name is Vlad, I can speak Russian. So I. Yeah. I lived in Russia for five years, um, and then I immigrated to the U.S. at the age of six. Okay, um, you know, learned English, um, and then basically uh, went to Running Start. Okay, got got lucky, you know, learned from the elders. Um, basically, I uh, you know just started suffering a lot in high school, and then working my way through that journey. Yeah, and the classic uh, struggle. Yeah, the classic struggle, you know, and then I started my uh, kind of, I just started, got into, you know, I was just flipping things as uh, me and my cousin as an immigrant, Okay, you know, trying to make some dough. Immigrant um, mentality. Yeah, you know, at 16. Um, get that hustle. Yes. Yeah, 100%, especially at 16, like my parents, they I saw them struggle. They went from like zero all the yeah. way up to owning two houses at one time. Oh, damn. And yeah, so I was like, okay, this is simple, right? Just work yeah. hard. Yeah. Turns out it's a little bit more complicated. They actually <laughs> lost one of the houses in the 08 oh, bubble. No, 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 so that was 16. I'm, I'm giving away my age, actually, uh, yeah. whoever wants to do math. But basically, <laughs> after that, um, yeah, that's when I really got into, interested in businesses. 16, I started selling beads door to door because of my <laughs> my sister's idea was to sell beads. And I, I uh, yeah. maybe went to two houses and then like me, her and my cousin kept going. I was like, eh, not for me. But <laughs> How much we ended was up a bead. Yeah, I don't. It was like, well, we like hustle. Gotta get these beads. Exactly. Out of I'm so curious. we were like 16. Yeah. My cousin was like 14 or whatever. And I was like, okay, let's let's try because we see all that handmade jewelry before yeah. Etsy yeah. and all that, right? Damn. So yeah. you'd make like handmade jewelry for like 15 minutes and then you'd sell it for 20 at a horrible profit. Yes. Yeah. But uh, uh, <laughs> without, without you know, an actual uh, channel to sell it through. But basically, 
That was the first thing. Then after that, we flipped um, books at garage sales. We were like, okay, okay. well, we could actually flip stuff. We don't even have to make it. Hustling, yeah. 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 Well, it gets a little I better. Thinking about okay. this. So then, well, well, that's because. So why was I thinking about it? it was because my mom, you know, at one point, like she was always very frank, and she was like, "Why the hell are we losing in business? Like we worked so hard. Yeah, yeah. We got these two houses. We lost a house. Vlad, why? And yeah. I was sixteen. I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> bro. A lot. Mom, of I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I'm gonna go find. I'm gonna go find out. You yeah. know. So yeah. that's basically what happened. You know. And then I basically went through and, uh, uh, you know, kind of was learning and, and I got lucky because, you know, I was always, <clears throat> I felt like I had a hard childhood because I had to learn English. Like I didn't know I didn't fit in. I was kind of the outcast. Mm. Yeah. That's the yeah. way I thought about myself. So, you know, I started reading books and, mm-hmm. and self-help books and all that stuff. And then, yeah. uh, um, you know, flip books. My cousin is really smart. Um, you know, in middle school, he built his middle school's website. Holy Whoa. shit. Yeah. So he's like. Uh, you know, borderline autistic, really yeah. smart, but he can actually have conversations with people like oh, Bill, yeah. like Bill Gates. Uh, he's not like Bill Gates, you know, uh, level in terms of like success or anything, but yeah. he's like, he's got that personality where he'll like, he'll talk to you guys, but yeah. then only if you ask him questions and then he'll be like really thinking about stuff. And he's got like, it. he's really a software engineer introvert. Yeah. yeah. But uh, basically, yeah, I was like, you know, we're flipping books at bookstores. Why don't you build an app on how to buy a book for like, you know, whatever it says, we put in the price of uh, at the garage sale, and it'll tell you if you could flip it profitably. Yeah. So that was the first thing, and then uh, you know we yeah. So that's kind of how where the story began. Then in '08, the '09, uh, that's when like the App Store came out. You know, yes. Android. Right. I saw the uh, that Bruce Lee. You know, there's your yeah. MMA shout out right there. He was. <laughs> I was a huge Bruce Lee fan. Actually, that's that's that. Uh, why I started taking like at karate at like thirteen to, okay. Okay. to learn how to fight and you know all that stuff overcome bullying, but basically uh, yeah it's definitely especially if you can't pick speak English <laughs> growing up yeah. as a kid yeah. yeah yeah not not easy but uh, basically uh, you know uh, Bruce Lee we made a Bruce Lee quotes app because Chuck Norris existed but yes. Bruce Lee wasn't on the app store yeah so I was yeah. like what the hell <laughs> so we made up a whole bunch of fun Bruce Lee quotes like you know remember, you guys remember like Chuck Norris facts like, oh, yeah, it's Norris so facts. good yeah. so yes. we basically did the same thing with Bruce Lee we made Bruce Lee facts oh, nice. like Bruce Lee is twice faster than Chuck Norris and all yes. that <laughs> And then uh, uh, that was the first app. In two weeks, we got a thousand downloads. Oh shit! Wow. And then my cousin was like, "What do we do now?" I'm like, "Dude, let's make like thirty of these." So yeah. we did thirty apps in about two years. We ended up getting three hundred thousand downloads on the Android App Store. Thirty thousand monthly active users. Holy shit! Damn. Um, yeah, man. I thought I was thinking to myself, I was thinking Zuckerberg, Schmuckerberg. <laughs> this shit is easy. Yeah. <laughs> Mom and dad, and yeah. and I was like, so basically at sixteen, you know, like we started flipping stuff, and then by by that time I was like eighteen, nineteen, yeah. twenty, about to graduate college. Yeah. Because I I was lucky. This is all kind of luck, also, right? Like you think about even the immigration shit, like a lot, a large. 50 at least 50 60 percent identifying people yeah. and luck yeah but you know like like my sister she was taking a running start to graduate two years early and yeah. not and have two years less college debt right yeah. yeah you don't think about that shit when you're in high school that's true right in your high school you're like screw that i want friends <laughs> but really like yeah. if you just you know can read a couple of books like you can go to running start and stuff and save two years of debt and mm-hmm. so like really get ahead of the game so, um, and I was really competitive <laughs> because of my dad and everything yeah. growing up. He was a really competitive person. He would actually like, uh, from a young age, he would steal chess pieces off the board. If he, <laughs> if I, he, he like, he like kind of like, you know, forced me to learn how to play at a young age and like would steal pieces off the board. And so he's very competitive. You know, that's how he grew up. So basically, um, I was competitive because of that. And so I was like, screw that. My sister's going to running start. I got to graduate too. Graduate too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got lucky in that regard. Like I got really, really lucky. A lot, a lot of things went my way. So, um, 
you know, and yeah, so I was thinking Zuckerberg, Schmuckerberg. I was like, I'm going to turn 20. I'm going to start all these software companies. Yeah. And then it turns out, guys, that it's definitely much harder. <laughs> I'm like, shit is easy. What? Yeah, it's it's yeah. that, you know, I, whenever I, th- I thought to myself, like, shit is easy, it is definitely not, right? There's a lot of hard work. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's like, it's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, obviously being a billion dollar company or, or, or in Silicon Valley, as they call it, the unicorn. That's one out of like, yes. you know, a million. So basically, but, you know, instead of doing apps, I didn't quit. I started my next company, which was software for real estate brokers okay. Okay. to help manage people, to help manage all their agents. Yeah. And so that was my second company. And then basically, um, you know, I did a bunch, whole bunch of cold calls. I was so, and I, this is like 21, 22. I was so horrible at sales back then. Like I was, I remember cold calling this woman and uh, it was basically, I was like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not a salesman at the end because I felt bad about selling her. And her response was like, don't worry, clearly you're not a sales guy. I can tell. Oh! Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was, you know, yeah, yeah. I was, but I had hunger, you know, like I remember at uh, uh, like 17, I was still like, you know, um, I was like at 19, 20 this time, right? And so, you know, at 17, we were doing garage sales flipping. At like 19, 20, I was still going over to my cousin's house and like eating and stuff and and cold calling and and doing these sales, you know. So when I was like 20, I remember one time I was like in the middle of closing this deal and finally I could like handle people. And so I was like, hey, you know, like the guy's whatever, the guy's name is like Jim. I'm like, all right, Jim. So it's 500 bucks a month, right? You sign up today, you change change things, right? You're you're still doing the same things. Same things are going to happen, right? You got to take new action, new opportunities, what do you think, buy or not? And so I got kind of more, you know, happy with staring people down and, and comfortable. And right when I said that, I remember uh, my aunt, like she comes up the stairs, she's like, "Boys, dinner time!" And I was like, "Not now, Jim. I gotta go." <laughs> Deals canceled. It's but, dinner time. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. But yeah, Jim, man. What are you gonna do? So yeah, so I was like 20, 21, uh, maybe you know, and like around 22 is when I got more into like real estate and marketing stuff. Okay. And then, um, and then I had like a fail, uh, like a list of like failed, like hustles me. And my cousin did at 23. Mm, yeah. People would make fun of us. You know, my family members would be like, Oh, businessman. Ha ha ha. You know, <laughs> are you comfortable yeah. telling us what Fuck some yeah. of those failed hustles were? Fuck yeah, man. Whatever you want to know. Um, Basically, uh, failed hustle ideas. We wanted to start, a, and then this is this is what I still think is a good idea, but I still, you know, obviously don't have time, and yeah. and it takes a shit ton of work to sure. do. So one of my ideas was Mobimon. So basically, it's like Mobimon. think about it. Would you play Pokemon if it was on the App Store? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You played yeah. it as a Absolutely. kid. Yeah. You're like hell yeah, let's do it on the App Store. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Turns out making video games much harder. Than it works. <laughs> so I do you think that's a good idea though? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we we so you know I'm sure somebody's doing that out there, but uh, uh, basically we. We wasted, you know, we wasted a lot of time. I remember I created like a little uh, theme song, you know, like, um, you know, yeah, exactly. Right. So it was like a Pokemon ripoff idea, but, uh, uh, you know, somebody out there hopefully will do it. I'd I'd buy, I'd buy it for 199 or whatever. Right. Um, other ideas, let's see. Um, we went through, we did the book sale idea. We thought that was Mm. a great idea. We probably did that for like a year or two. Right. And turns out that you know you can i you can buy a book for like 50 cents and sell it for 150 if you find the right book at a garage sale yeah but you can't scale that business well uh, right i remember there was it. only one guy not scalable no yeah it's hard to scale that company so i remember one guy was at the garage sale and uh he ended up basically like he had all these like mexicans working for him with scanners <laughs> and that's kind of like the only <laughs> yeah. way and yeah. then the other way is bulk purchases so people will go to these garage sales and like buy everything and say hey look i'm not going to go through these books i'm just i just want to buy all of it for like 500 bucks you want to do it and so you just get everything for 500 bucks and then you've got to sort it and sell it on ebay which i think might work i didn't explore that 
um, other failed opportunities. I, I tried doing social media marketing. Okay. Um, and I just didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So I was selling this guy. <laughs> so, but this guy ended up paying like, you know, 2000 bucks or whatever. Shout out to Joe. Um, and basically, um, you know, that was definitely not a great company to start. He, he ended up getting some value and some followers and like, yeah. you know, some profiles and stuff. But back then people would pay you like 1500 bucks a month just to like tweet. Oh, yes. you do. Not, yes. Right. And I was, yeah. And then the other thing, one of my friends, he would sell Craigslist ad posting. Okay. Mm. Okay. So I worked for him for a while. Um, you know, then another idea, you really want to know what failed. Here we go. This is kind of fun. Yeah. Another idea was, a, a an app store, you know, we're like, you know what, why Whoa. don't we just have a store for the best apps? And, and okay. one of my friends was like, a that's programmer. ambitious. Yeah, no, he was very ambitious. Turns out he was kind of a shyster. Oh. Yeah, so, uh, you know, As that didn't go well, but from that, I met one of my, uh, closer friends today. Who's fairly, you know, my, ver- my, uh, you know, level of success that I had originally was, you know, I just want to get paid like 3K a month, 4K a month. Yeah. So I could, even if I, you know, because I worked at 16 my, or 15, 16, my first job was Safeway actually. Yeah. Right. And then um, after that, I worked at like a music store at Canelli Keys. This is kind of part-time stuff. Right. And then at 20 is when I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to go all in on this stuff for, yeah. let's see if I can make it in 10 years. You I know? mean, you clearly went after it. Yeah. I'm 29. Yeah. And today, um, you know, I, I guess I, I took you through the shortcut of the story, but today <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to say like, I have a company, I have people working for me. I have a team of 10, um, you know, five people locally here in Washington, five people remote across the U.S. It's awesome. And, yeah. um, you know, but basically back then, you know, I was like, it was tough, you know, so um, but yeah, you want to hear the failure stories. I mean, there's so many. We went to hackathons. So oh, hackathons, um, yes. if you if you heard of TechCrunch, yes. I don't know. They're a news source, right, for tech companies. So sure. me and my cousin, we went to San Francisco, flew out there. We were such hustlers. Um, we actually snuck into an event. Um, and then <laughs> yeah. basically after we snuck into the room, we were like, man, people aren't really policing this thing. We saw an empty <laughs> booth for vendors. <laughs> no. So my homie it. Justin, shout out to Justin, Justin Wu. So basically, uh, he was like, "I'm gonna let's print some shit out." So he print, he got a booth. We got a booth. We just started flipping. We just started selling. I ended up making a couple thousand dollars from that. Oh shit! Um, did they ever catch you? No, they didn't. They weren't really huh. police that one. They did not. They weren't. They had they, a free booth. Yeah, we saw the opportunity, you know. And and like, let's say they do catch you, right? Like, what are they gonna do? Put you yeah, in jail for stealing a booth? Oh, sorry, guys. You know? I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> one time, yeah. so this guy came to my cousin. He's like, "Hey, whose booth are you with?" You know. Yeah. Um, He's like, oh, I'm with, uh, what was the company? He's like Skyreal Marketing. So the, yeah. the company for real estate software was Skyreal. So he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're doing Skyreal Marketing. That's what it was at the time. Yeah. And um, he was like, okay, well, where's your tickets? He's like, oh, my, my cousin's such so slick, you know, uh, that I was telling you, the introvert. Yeah. Um, he was like, oh, my, my partner has all that stuff. Yeah. I don't have it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He signed us up, yeah. you know, and that's kind of it. Like they make so much, TechCrunch makes, you know, a lot of money. And this one was like... Uh, one of the angel investors, yeah. but, uh, uh, yeah, man. And so then after that, I was like, you know, I really, I did this app stuff. I did, um, you know, the software stuff and my cousin, he can create software. I need to freaking learn. How do I grow companies? Like how do yeah. I, how do mm. businesses get clients? Yeah. So that's why I started my own marketing agency and we've been around for about five, six years today. Okay. Um, you so know. you started a marketing agency to learn how to market? Yeah. but it, That's bad. It wasn't, thank you. Yeah. But it wasn't as, and, and that's kind of my personality. Like I'd always just dive right in, yeah. right? Like I went, you know, just, it was, it's literally, you know, it's not that hard. It's just like, you know, just like in uh, MMA stuff, right? Like I, I remember I was like, man, you know, like I took karate as a kid, but karate, you, they don't really let you make contact. So I was like, I need to learn how to actually fight. So I was like, okay, fuck it. Like I'm going to go study MMA which obviously is where I met Pacello, but I was like, you know, I'm going to go in and yeah. basically just like dive right in. Right. Yeah. Like, 
And so, you know, I was like, fuck it. Like, I want to run a marathon. I'm just going to dive right in. I want to go skydiving. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Just, and it's, that's kind of the hardest part of those things, doing those things in my life. That's I'm just an diving. awesome mentality. Um, yeah, man. You know, it's kind of like that. Im- I call it like the immigrant mentality. You know, like when you yeah. think about like your parents. <laughs> the immigrant mentality. No, no, yeah. No. I mean, I, I can tell it really. I mean, my, my family moved in when I was 11 from the Philippines, so. I totally see the same thing. But anyway, you were, you were saying, Vlad? <laughs> yeah, no. So it's, it's literally it, right? Like you yeah. see your parents, they dive. They they, they they did yeah. that, right? They just yeah. got in. They yeah. my, my parents had like 500 bucks to their name or whatever, 200 bucks when they yeah. came here. And they're like, fuck, time to figure shit out, right? So, um, but it's not like, you know, you just like start a huge company or whatever. It started with one of my friends. We, we would actually, there's a guy named James Altucher. Um, and basically he has this concept of you come up with 10 ideas of how you can help somebody or a mm-hmm. company. You pitch it to them. And then say, hey, I can help do these things for you. So you think about how do you add value. So I kept doing that. And then um, basically, the it, there should have been a big hint. I actually should have been smarter and been like, oh, I could actually, I sold marketing before in the past to this other car dealer guy. Yeah. Right. And so basically, who's now that guy is kind of like a mentor to me. Like I'll hit him up like once every six months to a year. Okay. But um, basically, I was thinking to myself like, man, like you know, what can I do? So I, I pitched a company and then um, I was like, you know, I could do marketing for you. You could do Facebook. And one of my friends from college at the time, he was actually like, Vlad, we need some marketing help. I don't, I don't really trust anybody. You guys say you can do this. I was like, yeah, we could do this. Right. Like I was like, my Hell cousin yeah. built software. Yeah. It's Facebook ads versus software. Come on. You know, like we could do that. Right. We, we've done, we did some, also we did advertising for ourselves, for our own companies. Mm. Right. So it's not like I was, I'm, you're like hiring a, you know, like a, a kid off the street that doesn't know nothing. Like my cousin built software. We did marketing for our own companies. I remember, uh, you know, like we were 21. We found a guy from Fiverr who had like gray hair. So we like made him record a video ah, to look yeah, older, to look right? Older, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. invest in a company you trust, you know, all that stuff. Coming from me, this mature person. Exactly, right? That's I'm exactly. An, I'm an adult. Definitely not yeah. some like 21 year exactly. old kids making me do this. Exactly, yeah. My cousin's like 19. He's about a year and a half, two years younger than me. So, so yeah, he was like 19. But, you know, so basically, and then it was from there, you know, struggled but learned these different things. And I worked for uh, one of my my uh, really close friends, Justin Wu, and he did Craigslist advertising. So I learned from him and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, I could do some stuff. And then basically once you're, you get your foot in the door, you know, the person's like, can you do this? Can you learn that? You know, and you could be like, yeah, I could learn that, whatever. And we just dove in and we were such amateurs. I think we were managing our first client. We were managing like a, a $40,000 monthly budget or something like that. 30000 for like 500 bucks a month or a thousand, you know. And then we were slowly, then we basically... Um, just literally just started talking to everybody. Like there was another marketing vendor guy named Dave. He was a crop, Dave being his name is he, he does like radio ads. He's, he's here and he lives in Mercer Island. Great guy. But basically he, uh, I thought we were like enemies at first, but then, cause I was, I didn't know shit about it. Right. Like yeah. I was like, everybody's a competitor, all that. But I was like, you know, let me talk to him. Time to destroy you, Dave. No, yeah. And, and, but, I will end you. yeah, but Dave's smart, right? He's savvy. And he, he saw that we were really techie and we were like, kind of like we were making apps and stuff. Right. So basically, um, we ended up just getting a lot of knowledge from him. He introduced us to clients. Then I started like figuring out how to talk to people. And then over time, like all these books and all these habits I'm building, like, you know, me and my cousin nowadays, like for the last two or three years, actually, we've been reading a book a week, which was great. Um, and then like, we just started building connections. I started something called Co-Founders Connect. So I did this about four and a half years ago where um, you actually um, get like a local seven figure plus business owner and he just speaks to people about his journey for free. And my, my thought process was like, let's take them off that pedestal, 
right? Like everybody sees these big shots. Let's like let's take them off. Yeah. So that's what I did four and a half years ago, and then I started getting mentors from there. So my first mentor was his name was G Man, and he runs a company called Bit Titan here in Kirkland, and they're like a three hundred plus employee company. You know, multi millionaire, very smart guy. He's he's like he can do fucking everything. He's a genius, really. Um, and basically he, he spoke at that event. And of course I was like, Hey G man, you know, you spoke to all these people. I didn't get time with you. Can you give me some, some tips and feedback, you know? And I was on the coordinator of the event, right? So like you build the platform. So now think about this, right? I did this for the last four and a half years. One year later from a seven figure speaker, it's not unrealistic to get an eight figure speaker, right? Sure. So then you get a nine figure speaker the year after that, right? So that's hmm. three years in four years, just la- just this year. My last speaker, uh, you know, speakers we had, the first CTO of Microsoft, Nathan Mirvold. You can call him a billionaire. Wow. We had Charles Shimoni. Um, he created, you probably don't recognize the name, but he created Microsoft Excel and Word. He <laughs> he He was with Martha Stewart. Like that guy, you know, it was public. Uh, that guy is a billionaire, right? So now I've got the, I'm starting to build up this Rolodex, That's you know? And so now, right? And so now I can reach out to these bigger people. So the whole concept is, you know, just go bigger and bigger. Every year. Mm. So, so me now... <clears throat> You know, before if we didn't have COVID, this year getting billionaire events and stuff and talking to these people, not a problem, right? And so that's kind of how you do it, right? You just step it up every time, and then, yeah. So that's me, and I've been on a couple podcasts before. So nice. If yeah. you could give one piece of advice to someone, to an entrepreneur, super green, just starting out, yeah, what would it be? So this is so this is also by the way where I'm kind of weird from from like the average <laughs> entrepreneurs or yeah. like everybody's gonna call me an entrepreneur because I have a company yeah. I'm very very open about it right we have a yeah. uh, we have five people locally and then um, we have five people across <clears throat> the U S and and I make a full time uh, you know I made six figures last year for my salary right and then COVID hit us and ugh. Uh-huh. but still right so you could say I'm an entrepreneur I actually don't consider myself an entrepreneur or one of these Ty Lopez gurus <laughs> guys fake by the way really? but basically yeah. um, so what do you see yourself as? I just see myself as a small business owner because okay. I feel like if you call me an entrepreneur mm-hmm. that's like my mentors like G-Man etc uh, so he said I Vlad see. I'll call you an entrepreneur when you do a million in a year or, or at least that's what I tell myself mm-hmm. and he he's so nice he actually never even lets me take him out to eat like he always pays and all that and he said you'll earn that right when you do a million in revenue in a year and uh we're a, a little bit halfway um over that mark so that's i'll awesome. hit that i'll hit that yeah. soon you know it's not unrealistic for me right course, now yeah. all my relatives and shit that are making fun of me <laughs> and all this yeah guess what you know start from the bottom now we're here yeah like, right like starting garage sales <laughs> yeah. no for real yeah, yeah i mean wh- and, and i got really lucky like um like i said i had a bunch of breaks right so basically my uh uh like one of my my cousins, um, you know, like one of my family members, he actually sold a company before. So I was like more aware of this stuff. And he actually, you know, he was like in the news about selling companies for millions and stuff. Mm. And so I literally like early on, I skipped school, right? And so you asked me like, what's what's a tip for somebody that's green? Mm. First of all, make sure you're talking to legit ass people, right? Uh, like there's no easy money. There's no get rich quick, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, cause a lot of people are hungry, but they don't want to do the work. So right. it's like, you know, are you going to complain about your financial situation? Or are you going to do something about it? Right. But, but people want either one or the other, right? So <laughs> you got to make it. sure. Yeah. Oh, so no. Exactly. No, so basically it's like, uh, you got to find, you know, people that actually have done it before, especially what, exactly what you want to do. And then you just got to, as ice. Ice T actually told me this on a, uh, on a, I actually cold There's called, yeah, 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 I cold wow. called, uh, cold, I can actually, Ice T. I know, okay. no, I cold called the James Alter podcast and yeah. Ice T told me this and I could, and I could play it for you guys. But basically Ice T told me, he's like, you got to just drain, suck them drive knowledge. 
Yeah. And that's literally it. Like you just got to go <laughs> and create a system. And obviously you don't want to be needy. Sure. So what I do is I reach out to them once every three months, once mm-hmm. every four months. But nowadays I have, you know, I'm... I'm not, I guess I'm on here to brag. So, but basically I've, Hell yeah, brag right. all you want, yeah. man. you know, I have a pretty big network. So if you think about me, right, like I, I, I did an event like once every three or four months for co-founders connects, having a seven figure, eight figure speaker for the last four and a half years. Right. Damn. So think about them, think about their friends, think about to other people who wanted to be speakers, all that. So I have a network now so I can contact them once every two, three months. Very rarely are you going to get that one guy who's like, yeah, you know, Ender, I'm going to be here for you every day, bro. We're going to talk for 30 minutes, review your day together. That's no, their time is valuable. So you Mm got to start getting like, you know, I would say get three to five men. It's just like in uh, uh, going back to MMA. I'm going to try to keep it on that theme. You're going to have a jujitsu coach. You're going to have a boxing coach. You're going to have, you know, whatever, Muay Thai. Mm -hmm. So you need to have sales coaches, you know, whatever. If you have a podcast, you need to have like a podcaster you talk to once a week that's like made it big and look at his processes, Mm -hmm. you know, marketing. So you have to have like a big coach in each section. You got to just make sure they're legit. Learn from everyone. Yeah. Learn from everyone at the top of their field, just like in in MMA Mm -hmm. and just make sure it's applicable directly to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not just learn from like Joe Schmo or actual Joe. <laughs> no, and, but that's the problem with money, right? Like everybody's going to give you money advice and it's just like, yeah, it's just like, what yeah. What did you do? Yeah. In MMA, somebody Everyone that's never been in the advice. ring. Yeah. Like, Everyone I'm, thinks they can fight. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Right. And they're, they're going to give you fighting advice when they've never been, like I've never really been in the ring or anything before, right? So I, I can't give that advice. But people love to do that about money. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. You know? Well, it's the same thing with fighting. That's true. Everyone knows how to fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anyone can throw a punch. I would just stand up, you know? Lots of people have money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. obviously they're an expert on it. So yeah, but I, you know, yeah. So that's kind of me. You know, I'm just kind of striving for my dreams and whatnot, and uh, um, you know, just trying to get outside the comfort zone. I always try to do like something crazy every year. Like um, two years ago, it was like to, my goal is to run a marathon. Did that? Did you do it? Yeah. Yep. And then uh, uh, next, yeah, it's on my Instagram. You can check it. And then uh, basically after that, I, um, I was like skydiving. Check. Okay. And then so now this year, I was actually my goal was to do a rap album. <laughs> Rap album, yeah. do it, yes. yes. So that's uh, I got, I've got, a, I've got like a month and a half to get that done if I do that. Oh, um, and then also like write an ebook, did that, you know, about for doctors. We, we specialize in like doctor marketing now, so like that's my marketing agency, and you know, search online marketing. So, so now I'm actually um, today I'm thinking about like, can this company that I have this marketing agency that you know whatever it'll get a, to a million, right? Sure. But it's like, how do you really build these companies that really scale big? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so how, that's how does that happen? Yeah. So that's so that's you really got to be very intentional about that, right? So it's really all about impact and scale. And so impact is like, um, you know, how much do you actually charge people? And then scale is like, how many people can you deliver it to? Mm. And that's that's definitely longer than an, I'll just say an hour, an hour and a half, even two hour podcast. Like that's a lot of shit we can talk about. There's a lot of books on this stuff. Um, you know, Blitz Scaling is a great book. The Innovation Stack, fantastic book. To, you know, like I, I can go through books, like tons of books that are, I'm reading on this. Um, but basically, yeah, the way it happens is either A, you get lucky or B, you just hustle your ass off like I'm doing right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've been doing this for nine years, 29. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So. That's awesome. And also, that's funny because you know, we were just talking about how we need to market this thing. I was yeah. like, what? Like, what? We, someone from marketing is going to show up at our door? Hey, yeah. Well, you guys have a really huge, great platform, right? And, and that's actually why I'm thinking of turning my Co-Founders Connect in-person event thing into a podcast. Because you guys can literally ask anyone to be on the show. Pretty yeah. much. Yep. 
and and they'll say yes, right? Mm. Like most most of the time, like one out of ten, like you know, really awesome people will probably say yes to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like this one, I just like asked you, and then like, oh, yeah, cool. yeah. I've been on multiple yeah. podcasts, right? Yeah. And like, I feel like the the people that actually, I mean, the easiest way to shortcut that is uh, you just see if they've been on podcasts before, right? Mm. And, I didn't yeah. even know if you were on a podcast before though. Nah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you never know, but, but yeah. that's the thing, right? Like you, you still took that swing. Yeah. So much respect to you guys. So I'm interested actually in how have you guys grown this podcast? Um, you know, cause I actually did like a doctor podcast and stuff and, and yeah. we do just online marketing in general. We tried that niche out though. So how have you grown the podcast and what, how's that going? The way I coined it, I thought of our approach as kind of a brute force approach where we just churned out so much content that and just shoved it down as many people's throats as we could. There was no, we didn't really do any like fancy marketing gimmicks as far as I knew. Yeah, I mean, really when it started, I just went to Ender. I'm like, hey, Ender, we're doing a podcast. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'm doing this. And then, yeah, that's pretty much what what we started. We didn't really have... We didn't know anything about marketing. We just knew that content was important. So we did a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of that. Eventually... People, the people whose throats we just shoved this podcast down, started to enjoy it. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, just we built up a found- Yeah, but yeah, now that we've, I'd like to think we've built up a foundation, and so I've been, lately I've been interested in seeing how we could expand, push it further. For sure, I'm surprised actually by the foundation because I'm because yeah. especially like I was like, oh yeah, I listened to this episode. And I was like, oh shit, people are listening to this. <laughs> that's but, awesome. Um, it's uh, yeah, I, I always. <laughs> It's still surprising, but it's, and also just enjoying the process for sure. And yeah. also enjoying just talking to people. And then, yeah, that's pretty much the big, the biggest thing. Like, mm. and it's also weird because several people have come and like asked me about like podcast help. Like, oh, well, how do you do this? And how do you do that? I'm like, I just, uh, we just kind of do, do it. it. Yeah, exactly. That's, that, that, that's it. That's, it's there's everything. No, there's no secret. We never really <laughs> thought about it. That well, that's, yeah. that's literally yeah. into everything, right? You just kind of dive in. Mm. Right. And then, but then once you dive in. Then, you know, like people are going to like, they respect you so much more because they're like, oh, this person's actually doing shit. Yeah. And versus like, you know, the act, like, so, sorry, some people actually, they like have dreams or whatever. Other people. They, <laughs> dreams. Well, dreams. Well, first of all, some people, have, yeah. most people complain, right? Yes. Then yes. There's, then that. there's like the, the, even, you know, less than that obviously is, is the dreamers. Then after that, there are people that are executing mm. and then there's people that are executing, but then they're also like list, thinking about like, oh, how could I do this better? Mm. you yeah, know improving yeah. exactly so that's yeah. I, I, that's a, it's much easier for you guys to actually get people to give you feedback because uh, you're actually doing it yeah. that's exciting and i'm like okay shit i make an impact if i give them different tips you oh, know? Yeah. oh yeah for sure and i think that's the thing it's like of course it's a process of like improving and definitely if, definitely because i have looked at our earlier episodes like oh damn i forgot like how how much we've actually like yeah. refined this but like, um yeah i'd get it we like, didn't really like at least I didn't look up any like crazy advanced techniques or like I just wanted to help Pocholo put out content yeah. and eventually refined itself over time. We learned what we liked. We learned what other people liked. We learned what we didn't like. That was a big part of it. But this is funny. I don't want to sound braggy, but the first time someone ever came to us and said that they were you looking up to our podcast, you that they wanted to learn from us. I was like, oh, God. That's awesome. I was like, uh-oh. Like, like why? <laughs> like, That's, That's not awesome. a good idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm flattered, but please reconsider. No, but definitely, like, self-taught. I mean, 
given how you know what you're talking about in terms of finding mentors i was like man i didn't even think about that I yeah like, oh. i was like you know what? that does make a lot of sense it's i think like, yeah we probably should have uh, looked for people who don't knew what they were doing well, hey, i mean there's always time now yeah so. there is yeah, right like and future, that's the thing yeah. you, you're you're getting better and you're in it you mm. know so it's much easier trial by fire yeah exactly you know so yeah fire right there entrepreneur on fire i don't know if you guys listen to that podcast no that guy has a book on how to grow podcasts and all that stuff oh shit oh wow that's very applicable there's tons yeah there's there's tons of uh resources for you guys especially and and yeah so but i I know you know it's a whole different business model a whole different game etc to do a podcast versus you know my field oh yeah yeah, for sure but it's still like you know seeing like what works and just seeing like the common threads like from there i think yeah i mean ultimately it's just like time and effort and then also just like critical thinking and seeing you know seeing what you can work better on so actually i guess since we're on this topic i wasn't gonna mention this to anyone but Mm -hmm. by the time we hit episode 150 i think i i will start to consider that pancreation philosophy phase two (laughs) phase two interesting yeah i think we're we've built up a foundation and i want to push this podcast into a new era quote yeah, unquote. New era. nice nice interesting i like that i'm yeah. glad you know mm-hmm. that, and that's what it's all about you know i see a lot of potential in what we have here and obviously our to our listeners we really absolutely appreciate the time you've taken out to watch this so it i means love a lot that to us. yeah that's have you guys checked out do you guys know who mr beast is on youtube I have heard of super Mr. popular Beast, guy, but do you know who Mr. I do Beast not, is? But okay, can you explain so Mr. he's Beast? basically yeah. he's literally he lives up to his name. He's a beast, right? Like the way he does his YouTube yeah. videos. Um, and that was the other thing. You know, I wonder how I was talking to my girlfriend. I was like, "Babe, I want to be a YouTuber." She's like, "No." She's like, "You're not going to be." <laughs> Just shut down. Right, right. But, oh, we're not doing that. But yeah, I'm, you know, I'm sure she'd let me. But whatever. But she doesn't. You know, it's influence. You know, influencers have this yeah, stigma. Influence. You know. Yes. Um, and, and that's the, that's an interesting thing we could get into as well. Like different, like societal beliefs, oh, like, we'll, we'll Oh, influencers, yeah. famous. Well, we have this, uh, well, one of it's running we have a continued guests that wants to fight Justin Bieber. His, oh. yes, his yeah. original goal, shout out to big must, big his must goal was to fight an influencer, but wow. we eventually, we told him that was unreasonable. But fighting it, Justin Bieber wasn't unreasonable. Well, the thing is, it is very achievable. So Scott McDonald, that's right. Scott, it's okay. The rapper? He's like, what's up? He Who's, will become he a rapper. He will become. That's our goal. We yeah. need to make him a rapper so that yeah. Justin Bieber will notice him. Yeah. Interesting. But he's also not that separated from Justin Bieber. Like, you oh, know, wow. like Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? Yeah. His yeah. Bieber number is two, I think. No, his Bieber number is one. One. Because, no. Uh, well, I guess two. Two. His it's sister two. count? Sisters yeah. one, Justin yeah. Bieber's two. That's that's like everybody. Yeah. Six degrees of separation yeah. Yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, he's pretty damn close. Yeah, <laughs> that's phenomenal. Yeah, I love that. I love connecting people. That's that's actually a real passion of mine. It's and pretty fun. He's yeah. probably, yeah, he's probably probably find a way to get in touch. But I don't yeah. think Bieber's gonna do it. I mean. I mean, I probably mean, not. But hey, what if the what if he did? Though? I want to try. <laughs> what I love about that though is like that momentum. Like he's building. Yes. Like I want to fight Bieber. I want to fight Bieber. You know, <laughs> even if he ends up on Conor McGregor. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> even if he ends up though fighting somebody, that's still you know that's that, that further progress. than he would have gotten. He ends if up fighting Mr. Try. Beast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, Mr. Beast. So yeah, yeah. so Mr. Beast. Yeah. He's basically like he grew his channel. He did YouTube for I think like eight years or something like that. Wow like zero whatever subscribers like a couple hundred and then he did he did like the beast like he basically said okay i'm gonna count to like two million or something okay and he videotaped himself counting to two million for like 10 hours yeah verbally out loud and so basically he does these insane challenges 
And then like he did it solo and then he kept getting subscribers and he just kept taking that and reinvesting it back into the channel. Mm. And then basically he, now he's done like, uh, you know, whoever he pits like two subscribers together and then like whoever <laughs> wins the contest gets a million dollars type of thing. Like he'll do like last one. Yeah. Like he's done like last one to get their hands off this box gets a million dollars type oh, of thing. Shit. And so like people will like for three days, you know, they'll just be standing there. there with their hand on the, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I think that's interesting because you got, you guys are kind of that's for me, I guess, from my outside new perspective, like mm. in that similar realm of like, hey, we've got this platform and we're just kind of building it up. And then once you start figuring out the right things to do, the right distribution yeah. channels, you know, then, then you'll be set, you know? So I think. I, I agree with that. So really, I think we need to count to for two sure. million. No. <laughs> yeah. One, two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the next like yeah. two hours. Yeah. So this podcast. Yeah. Just wait for it. Yeah, because how long did it take him to count to two million? No, yeah, it took him like whatever. Or, or I think it was like, I don't think it was two million. I think it was like a million or whatever. But it yeah. took him like eight, nine oh, hours. Shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hours. I was like going to say two hours, man. All right, prepare, know. guys. Longest yeah. episode of Pet Creation but Philosophy. I, so far. Yeah. I think that's kind of what draws viewers and stuff, you know? Yeah. So I think you guys just get the right audience members mm-hmm. and whatever. And, and, you know, your viewership is going to start rising and all that. And you guys are going to crush it. You know, just consistency. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I think the consistency, I mean, it's just a common threads amongst yeah. people that are successful. I think it, it's just that that theme of the, I mean, it's just like what, what you said. It's like to be successful, it's not, it's not like it's a secret. It's just that people don't want to do it, mm. you know, from there. I mean, yeah. it's kind of a secret, but I don't think so. I think people I think, bury their heads yeah. in their sand. Yeah. Well, they also kill their dreams, mm. you know. Did, like from there. did you yeah. you know you're doing comedy now yes. right yeah have you have you heard about that kind of line from i think it was jerry seinfelder though mm-hmm. who was like your job is to write a joke a day have you heard about yes, that yes yes that's literally yeah. it you know yeah, i think it's exactly. building up those habits yeah and doing that joke a day type thing I've, I've been really obsessed now actually with habits yes which is like building uh, the have good you habits read a like book there. called atomic habits yeah yeah i read that recently it totally shifted my mindset yeah that guy is yeah he's he's definitely crushing it yeah mm. Atomic Habits, yeah, I'm trying to think of that guy's name, but basically, uh, yeah, he's remember. he's a, a, a yeah, he, he's publicly on Twitter. He was just actually answering questions the other day. Oh, wow. But um, and then I I read a couple other books on habits as well. I remember reading from one of them. It takes about 66 days to actually make something a habit. To become, hmm. a, yeah, make a habit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but I could just like list there's so many books to read. But um, you know, organizing tomorrow today talks about how like you just got to pick what makes like the best athletes. Or whatever performers. Um, so organizing tomorrow today is actually this book mm-hmm. about uh, I think John Wooden. If you guys don't know who he is, he's like yeah, the basketball. Coach. Yeah, yeah, right. very. Right. Fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah. his son actually took his like philosophies, and now he uses those philosophies and concepts to train like the highest performers That's in all the awesome. fields. Shit. Yeah, great book. Organized tomorrow today. A, a lot of people have liked it. Who, who you know, I recommended it to and read it. But basically, he talks about how like the best top performers they'll focus on like one thing and they'll just be obsessive. Like laser mm-hmm. about it, it. laser yeah. focused, you know, and just like every day, you know, practice and you know, like Russell Wilson like gets up at like six a.m. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know if you guys saw that Seahawks game. Huh? Uh, was, uh, I only saw the score. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm not. I can't bring myself to look at this. But Russell Wilson's not dissuaded. He's gonna wake he's up. Gonna and wake he's gonna wake up at go six a.m. It's gonna so, be yeah. great. His so his score. So he's so obsessed. I think his score like the day after he loses a, or the next week after he loses a game is like 26 yeah. to 9 or 26 to 8 or something like that yeah. like when he actually gets back into it because mm. he's so obsessed but yeah i was actually like while my family i was with my family watching the game today and while i was doing that i was actually uh listening to this to this book millionaire fast lane and, and i was like 
to my ear. And they're like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> multitasking. I was like, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, why are you multitasking? You know, because like once a week, I'll, I'll try to have like a family day. Sure. Yeah. And uh, but at this, it's kind of weird for me because like at the same time, like I'm going, I'm getting weirder. Like, like the people I'm associating <laughs> yes, myself awesome. with, yeah. you know, that my family, my dad I was like, what the hell? I'm like, look, I was like, uh, at the end, I was like, who here is happy that they actually got something accomplished during the game? Yeah. <laughs> like me, it's just me. But uh, oh, just, oh, just me. <laughs> oh, just me. <laughs> but oh man, so obnoxious of me to do. But um, oh. yeah, you know. So it's like I'm just getting weirder about it. But yeah, that's actually a, a habit. I'm, I started building up, a, you know, reading a book a week. That was awesome. Like the first year, I implemented that, which is about a, a um, you know, I was like about two years ago, a year and a half ago. It was like a, a year and a half ago. I actually, just read like 52 in a row. And then this year is going to be my second year in a row reading 52 Damn, books. That's book awesome. Week. But okay. but it's, it's not hard. It's all audible. So it's not like as impressive uh, as like. No, Bill no, but Gates. it's still impressive. It's still, just just taking it. I guess like, what made you want to do that? Right. So I was. So I thought to myself like, I've got to do everything I can to succeed and hit all my goals and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then what what drives me is probably um you know just like dreams and inadequacies and whatnot. You sure. know, maybe being a nerd. But uh yeah, but basically um what I ended up doing was um you know just I'll listen to the book and then I'll I'll take take notes you know and then i was pissed at my cousin i was like what the f-? like we screwed up at 21 i should have been reading a book a week to get all the knowledge because i read bill gates and you guys can type this in bill gates actually reads 90 minutes every night he's the world's richest man and he, he still yeah still reads still reads yeah it's a habit of his he, he says it, he does it to relax <laughs> i like saying i do my taxes to relax but <laughs> yeah ah oh, man <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah, but that's impressive, right? So ninety minutes a day, and he probably reads like, and, and it, you can like type in how does Bill Gates read books, and it, he talks about how he takes notes in the book, and um, you know he thinks things through, especially what he disagrees with. So my method is I'll listen to an audiobook, and then I'll like start taking notes of things learned that stick out, and then things to do, and then so it helps you. Like, it's a very thoughtful, engaging learning. Experience. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, yeah, because he's actually, yeah, he's actually engaging. Mm. He engages in the word. He's like. He has the material, but he's not just like going through one ear. Because I mean, no. I'm sure all yeah. of us have seen or done just like eyes glazed, just droning on through. So I have a mentor who's very, very successful, mm. and he does that methodology. Really? So basically, he says, you know, all I do is he says I just listen to. He's like, I don't watch TV really. You know, he's like, what I do is I just listen to audiobooks and and take photography for relaxation and the family mm. time. And then he's v- very successful guy. And basically, he uh, uh, just listens to two to three books a week, and he just has them in the background. And then he's, um, you know, so his. But I think it's whatever. That's productive works. relaxation, though. That's... Yeah, I think I think that's kind of the kind of stuff you know everybody can also do. Yeah. You know, but I feel like a freak just being like, "Hey, this is the way," and I'm like, eh, you know, people are like, "Listen, Vlad, you gotta relax." You know, so that's what where <laughs> I am now. What do you mean? Yeah, that's exactly with it. work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of where where you know I'm getting to. Like, I'm getting now in a place in my life. Where I'm getting into that, like, that, like this guy's a fucking weirdo. Like, mm. he'll go in, he's like listening that's to amazing. audiobooks. You yeah. want to be a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You know, I think that's really what, I mean, I'm sure, you know, um, you guys knowing more of the MMA crowd, if you think of probably of like. They're all weirdos. Yeah. All right. Like, what is a, like, so I'm interested. Weird. What does a fighter have to do to, like, be, like, the top person? Like, how often do they have to train? Is it, like, insane? I think well, I think it's a multitude of factors in, the, in that way. I, but it can't I think just that, be one thing. It's, no, it's no. not just one thing. But of course, like the effort, like for sure, is of like, course is consistent. I think. I mean, it's a lot of it's it's just like what you're saying in terms of top performers. It's mm-hmm. no secret of like how they get there. It's just a matter of they're um, willing to do it. Yeah, I think, I, and I think also, 
I think it's both like it's because it's both a physical as well as a mental, course. you know, from there. And I think that's a, that's a common thread amongst like the top performers in MMA, or is it the same thing as top performers in any field? Anything is mm. that they're I, I believe is that they really are the have the strongest mentality. Mm. You know, Absolutely. And, I mean, that's like such a cliche, yeah. like thing. But you just don't get my mentality. No, no, exactly. But it's like when. Like the we we talk about Ender and I we talk about the Last Dance, yeah. right? And that's like a glimpse oh, into yeah. like into the mentality of like I'm pretty much one of the ultimate competitors. And again, and Michael like, Jordan is fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I love like, it. We, though. we talk about weirdo. I'm like, that's that's what you need. Like, uh, a good friend of mine told me like, yeah, a balanced person isn't gonna really change history. That's just how it goes. Like, I mean, person, I don't think yeah. you need to like get angry at everyone all the time but no. that work ethic he has is yeah. unparalleled yeah yeah it's it can definitely be very toxic you know if you if you don't oh. check it the right way there's I, a, but he does he he, he makes it work it the right way yes. like from this. well yeah. he does but also he doesn't right isn't he like yes. on his third wife yes no yes. no no beef with jordan uh, like i, I admire no, no, jordan no, no, i love jordan growing like we're up setting up a fight yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Vlad Vlad versus, Vlad versus michael jordan <laughs> okay i guess no, i have to no but i totally understand what you mean it's is that it's like it's like finding that fire but then it's like understanding that that is also a danger as well no and, for and sure and i think that's the same bringing back up to fighting that's exactly why what makes a fighter so great it's the same reason that you know you're a failure yeah. exactly mm-hmm. leads into their downfall yeah i mean he just fought last week but like anderson silva it's like the same like his same courage that mm. led him to you know want to fight but in a 45 year old man's body no 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 exactly but that's yeah. the thing that's because he's still the same, you know, person that wanted to go out and fight. Mm. But it's just now that, that never changed. That never changed. But it's now that his physical ability is like waning. Sure. Like from uh, there, but his mentality is not, mm. which is kind of hurting him in that regards. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. I think it can definitely be. You know, you read about like Bobby Fisher going crazy and shit yes. with chess yeah. and like all yeah. this and like being a top yeah. performer. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, sorry. No be, being a top performer, basically, I think in any field, that's like really what you got to do but you got to be you got to have like some type of balance some way some kind of balance. have you guys read the book one of my uh you know really good book is stillness is the key by ryan holiday i have not read that no stillness is the key okay yeah stillness is the key by ryan holiday great book he actually talks about jordan he mentions him there he also talks about tiger right yeah so he says like tiger you know he grew up in this household um and basically ryan holiday is very famous author actually top performing athletes and like really successful people love his stuff so um you know, basically, he talks about how Tiger Woods was born in this household where his mom was like, like he'd get like physically punished for shit. And she said, you never embarrass me, you know. And then his dad, they, uh, you know, was like a former like Navy SEAL type of coach, yeah. right? You guys yeah. know about that, right? Yeah. And his dad said that, uh, uh, you know, like they had like a secret word that when they were training and it was like worse than a curse word it was like i want to slow down or let me take a break or something like that yeah you know and and saying (laughs) that that, oh man that was like the ultimate disgrace but then what happened is he got all this like pent up you know frustration built up and then he was you know cheating on his wife like living two lives basically yeah like the life that hey this is i actually um you know like i said i'm very open i actually ended up in the hospital Oh, damn. I ended up in a hospital for about three months. Yeah. You know, I ended up taking pills and crazy shit because, yeah, yeah I, and now luckily, I'm really lucky I got off of all that. But basically, yeah. like, um, I ended up doing, so I was doing, when I met you, uh, you know, Pacello, basically, yeah. I was training at MMA and I was like, okay, I'm going to train. Yeah. And then I got a, a, you know, I was in a new relationship at that time yeah. and I was doing business full time. Oh, shit. And yeah, I, I read this book called Living with a Seal. 
Yeah. And it was just like when I was getting into books also. It's been a couple mm. of years. But basically, Living with Seals talks about how seals go through, like, they only do, like, three hours of tr- sleep at night, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I ended up getting less and less sleep. I was like, screw it. I'm just going to see how much sleep I can get. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. up, this is going. Yeah. yeah hallucinations. Yeah. Oh, and all this oh, but that's what happens if you get too obsessed. Yeah. yeah. So my thing now is to try to balance myself out and, like, business because it's so easy. You know, even when you guys are like, I was like, oh, cool. I'll just answer emails and shit, you know. Yeah. Boom, I'm back in the game. Yeah. But uh, basically... I think you got to take at least like one day off where you do something opposite or different. Yeah. Um, like in that book uh, by Ryan Holiday, mm-hmm. Stillness is the Key. Yeah. He talks about how Winston Churchill, who like ran the free world and shit and ended up, <laughs> you know, yeah. wars, he basically in his free time would paint. So you got to find like some like. You have to find like an outlet. Yeah, some kind of counterbalance. No, no, it totally makes sense. And also in like a physical kind of sense, hmm. you know, like you got to. I feel like active recovery is important like yeah. as, as well as, you know, yeah, you want to put in the work, but if you don't give yourself chance, it's like that you got to do the direct opposite yeah. too to ha- have your body heal or else you're just wearing yourself down. The but, way I have always framed it is that when I take a day off, I am working hard at resting. Like what I'm doing or if I'm painting or whatever it is, I'm still doing it because I want to improve at the thing, whatever my thing is. Yeah. And I'm that's gonna push me hard. People don't yeah. seem to understand. Know, it's not a wasted day. Yeah, it's you're using that day. But people seem to think that. that if you work yourself to the bone, that's what hard work is. But no, no. Really, in my opinion, it's finding these like micro edges and like refining that process little by little. Yeah. No. Well, like one of my favorite quotes actually, and that kind of helped me sink. And you know, after and I, I went in and out of the hospital for like three and a half months. You know, that was oh, fucking. Shit. It was a fucking. Yeah. I moved sure. go and where, like I said, wherever you guys want to go. But basically, um, it was uh, a quote by Kobe, Kobe Bryant, right? Kobe Bryant, Who, well, there's two things, right, in terms of Kobe. Like, the first thing, you were talking about, like, natural yeah. skills and stuff, right? He, he said that Shaq could have been the greatest, but he didn't have the work ethic or whatever, yeah. right? That was yeah. the first thing. But the second thing is Kobe says, um, you know, one of my favorite favorite quotes is i take my days off just as seriously as my days on right yes. so like he has specific things like my new so you know on habit building i built up you know the book a week i'm journaling i just did that my new habits is meditating but it's okay. really the days off um and how does your muscle recover you know the whole your mind needs to recover too yeah your mind Work right hard rest hard exactly you know and and you don't have to like rest and you know you could play video game whatever yeah, whatever, whatever you need you know well, for me, I'm just like trying to productively recover, so try to figure it out sure. some way to do that. A, you know, you I believe that anyone can find anything relaxing, that we are just capable of that, mm-hmm. as we can adapt to make anything enjoyable, anything fun, anything relaxing. Yeah. But I mean, it's, and some people's relaxation is less productive than others, but. Still. It's up to you. Yeah. It's up to you, you know, and 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 also like you don't have to do the shit I'm doing. Right. Like like you, you don't if you don't find you. that relaxing, yeah. Yeah, or like, you don't want to find that relaxing. For sure. Like yeah. I've got this I know that I've got this fucking like insane like the way I was raised with this weird competitiveness, mm. like coming to the US not being able to speak English and being super shy at like six you know, like fifteen, sixteen, I was super shy. You know, and like coming and like I have this weird thing inside of me where it's like it's not enough type of thing. Like I, you know, I, I was robbed of my child. (laughs) My (laughs) Batman, my parents were killed. (laughs) They killed my childhood. No, yeah, Yeah. but I don't know what the fuck it is. Right. But I've got that inside of me also with all that adversity. But at this, like if if you're happy with your life and if you love it, like more power to you, you know, like, like just don't complain to me about money and then right. don't oh, yeah. do the shit yeah. yeah yeah no exactly but i think that's interesting but i mean talking about your origin story uh given the 
you know, what we talked to a lot of martial artists, you know, fighters on this podcast, and it's very interesting hearing like their origin stories and it really explains like a what, lot a lot about a them lot. for sure yep. about, about why it's like why oh, that makes art. sense yeah it's like oh yeah that's that's definitely that's definitely revealing mm. like from them because that that's the thing it's like the inner struggle really is what shapes like your outer life no from, for sure from there yeah 100 you know you know I, I think that also you're you are the ones that also you're, you're the one that actually creates the narration for your origin yes, story the, the narrative yeah you know absolutely. so like you could say oh you know like oh my origin story is i never had anything in my life yeah you know like the story you're telling yourself is like you know i was i was never given that break it becomes real to you yeah sure. one of my favorite quotes or exchanges of all time is in <laughs> i think it's in say anything yeah when I think John Cusack's oh, wait, John sister Cusack. yeah. is like, well, I'm not in a good mood. And John Cusack's like, well, why don't you just get in a good mood? <laughs> That's fine. Well, my favorite quote in Cobra Kai is, yeah, my mom says I'm on the spectrum. Well, I don't know what that is, but get off of it. That's funny. <laughs> I love I, Cobra Kai. I actually like binge yeah. that. Oh, that's oh, when okay. I do, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. But I do love that once I heard that, it made sense to me that I can, that you can really apply yourself to anything. Yeah. No, for sure. Oh, no, for sure. And I totally agree with that. With you are your own narrator. Yes. Because yes. no, no, you are your own narrator, and that really shows in how people tell their stories because they reveal what character they mm. they think they are. I choose like, to believe there. that I am yeah. fully and one hundred percent accountable for everything that goes on in my mind, and I think that's productive. Mm-hmm. Personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Respect. I'm definitely not always that way, though. <laughs> oh, I'm not always like that either. But you, don't get me wrong. You get, yeah. That's something I've also learned. Also, like uh, you know, because I've had these successful people give me great advice, but yeah. the advice people give and sometimes and what they do. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, yes. Yeah, guys, just yeah. just be awesome. It's simple as that. I, I remember like one of my mentors was like, Vlad, you know, all this stuff, like nothing matters to me. You know, like he was like, <laughs> oh he was like, he was like, all this stuff. He was like, look, business to me, like I'm obsessed with business. It's just the score. Yeah. You know, it's all a game. Yeah. Like money's yeah. the score that I keep. I'm like, bro, why? Why do you live in a mansion? Like, it's just, it's just the score. As he's in the pool, yeah, nothing yeah. matters to me. I was like, why are you driving a Porsche, bro? And you then know, he was you like, know. you know. So, but, but I think that's you know, still like the advice people give you is if they're qualified, definitely great yeah. advice. Yeah, like I'm sure, uh, Pachella, like you could probably give like I don't know how many like trophies you have in MMA or whatever, but I'm sure you could give people a ton of advice hmm. that'll help them make it to the UFC or something. You know, because you're qualified. No, for sure. And But I think the key thing, I mean, like you said, like giving advice, but I think one of the key things too is like, yeah, you're listening to your mentor's advice, but you're looking at his actions like, wait a minute, that's yeah, different. Yeah. This isn't, this that isn't is true. adding up. Yeah. But I think also like, I, just, I always think, uh, I'll listen to someone's words, but I always observe their actions because that shows what they really, of course, what, how they really feel. The real values. Exactly. Yes. Like from you there. Because you can't fake that. I mean, I guess you can, but if it's well, like you can when you're comfortable. I mean, you can when you're comfortable, but it's, if it's like consistently, yeah. like your body of work is essentially like what you're creating. Absolutely, like from there. Yeah. So that's the toughest yeah. shit. With like, <laughs> yeah. like the hardest shit to, yeah. to do is verify fi- finances. Yeah, like, I lost like 10k, straight up. <laughs> oh, like I take in losses, guys. Like, um, you know, and and this guy was uh, uh man, stories for days. So basically, this guy ended up. <laughs> I I flew to Cali one time. And one of my friends, um, and basically I was I was at one of the you know little entrepreneur parties, and I met this guy, and he made some really this guy really made some bold claims about himself. Oh no! You know, oh, and then boy. basically, yeah. and I was like, no way, right? And so I, I talked to one of my friends, and I was like, is it legit? <laughs> and my friend was actually this was like one of my closest friends, right? Shout out to Justin again. He was like, yeah, he's like this guy's one of my clients, you know. Um, and basically, uh, he was like, this guy's one of my clients. He pays me two to three hundred bucks a month. 
So I was like, okay, that should be enough, you know. And then, long story short, you know, I'm talking to this guy. Probably about takes him six months, seven months for me to think he's legit because of his advice. Mm. But then I'm like, I don't really know, whatever, you know, whatever, right? I'm kind of noticing red flags, but I was so money hungry at the time, oh. you know. And you so get that score, yeah, yeah, you know, and we were but like, it doesn't matter though, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. We were ahead of him at the time too. We were yeah. we were like a 350k a year company. Oh, he, this oh. guy, this guy didn't do it, you know. So even then. But I, he had so much people. I like I asked around and stuff, and nobody had anything bad to say. I googled his name, which today, by the way, we do Google search. So if you Google his name, <laughs> uh, yes. you know, so that's that's one thing. Fucking around with the SEO guy. So I do search engine optimization. This is ah, what my company yeah. specializes in, mm-hmm. um, and website design, and then you know some other stuff. But basically, SEO is like the core. But long story short, yeah, you know, and then I lose 10k. Find, finding mentors financially like is very difficult. Um, you know, yeah, and so that's. Mm-hmm. That's I, you guys. I think are in a better spot if you're going to get podcasts, whatever. Uh, you know, people that give you tips yeah. because you can actually like see their views. Yeah, yeah. You just go straight up Joe Rogan's YouTube. And have and numbers. See, and see their stats. It's like, oh, how 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 well do you do? Yeah, yeah. that's the hard part. Also, yeah. kind of about the game of business, you know, because there's definitely some shysters out there. But you you'll learn. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever wants to be listening out there, who wants to you know like start a business, like you can definitely learn. You can see. You know, like the guy that says, yeah, this shit's going to fucking take hard. It's going to be hard. You know, it's it's just like, uh, you know, sports where you've got to have the genetics for it. Right. But then also you got to put the effort. You got to do both. Right. Yeah, it's not enough just to have one. No, yes, no, it's there. not. Right. It's, it's like the basketball. Like one of my favorite Gary Vaynerchuk quotes, um, you of know, course. Gary yeah. V. Uh, yes. Basically, he. Uh, uh, yeah, I was on Gary v for a while, actually. Um, but basically, he talks about how to, to make to the NBA, you got to have the height. Like sure, you could be like Spud Webb, like five yeah. foot four, or whatever. Yeah, there's yeah. That but there's kind of, but there's kind of like some kind of, there's like a, like a high, it's come, yeah. like a roller coaster ride. You gotta be something. You just gotta be this tall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta have that height. Yeah. But then at the same time, you gotta put the work in. So yes. I think it's everything. Whatever when you talk about top performers, that's what I'm really interested in. Fucking yes. top, performers top performers and whatever yeah. it is. You know, I mean, running what's marathons. the point of looking at like the twentieth best when I can look at the second best? Yeah, yeah. yeah. or yeah. the best. Yeah, for sure. And that's ideal, but also at the same time, in my sport, in business, I'm not even the twentieth. Yeah. I'm not even yeah. the one thousand, two thousands best. He's like, well, yeah, twenty is great. If I make it to yeah. the Fortune one thousand, you know, like that's so. That, I think it matters on like the industry you pick too. Yeah. You know, like I don't know what the twentieth best podcast is. I, I just don't have the show. No. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So that's oh, the, yeah, uh, but it's you good. know, I think it makes a difference too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But. And then, and then I think too is sometimes it's not about necessarily like seeing where you where you are. It's about it's knowing about where you're going. Yeah, where you're going and what you where you want to move forward to. I mean like the the things I try to incorporate in my life. I'm not. I'm never going to claim to be perfect at it. Mm-hmm. But again, like you, I'd say Vlad, your your process seems pretty refined from what I can tell. It's th- definitely got a long ass way to go. Of course, yeah, it's we definitely, all do. And but, I think that's yeah. the thing. It's like, it's well, it's a process of improvement. Yes, for like sure. It's the you know I'm I'm reading this book you know Millionaire Fast Lane great book, um, my mentor actually recommended. <laughs> he was listening to Zia. I'll put just like selling the book after. Yeah. But basically, uh, <laughs> five ninety nine. Another guy to the course. But he's still uh, flipping books. Yeah, but even in even yeah, that is, that's really what I've done. I'm, I'm actually still living with my parents, guys. I'm gonna go to the garage sales. Uh, but he talks about the same thing, you know, yeah. where it's basically um, like you got to have. The work ethic. He talks about the, basically all, it's all the same stuff, you know. But there's some new interesting concepts he teaches about, you know. When you're asked like, "Oh, how do you build a huge company?" Well, you have to have scalability and impact. Like if you if you do an analysis on what I have, like a marketing agency, I got to keep hiring people, 
versus a marketing software company, which luckily I can actually take a, a gamble in doing that. Mm. Now the software is doing all the work, Got you it. know, yeah. or, or yeah. like a podcast, like you guys are just only limited by the content you create, but right. then you yes. can distribute it much better for yes. the value. So it's completely yeah. different models. But uh, yeah, you know, that's, I think, I think it really, really comes down to, you know, just like the process and continuously improving that process. Yes. And that, that continuous improvement is the key. Yes, the continuous improvement for sure. And I think, well, it's like we were talking about comfort zone wise. I think the way you improve is you have to put yourself outside your comfort zone. Mm. Kind of like what you said, like you got to go, you, yeah, it's not one thing. No, because that's the thing. There's a lot of people with like good ideas, but oh, of course, fewer people actually trying to implement the idea. <laughs> no, it's so true. It's like, like yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I have a thing of like 300 ideas that you would go <laughs> yeah. through. And I could like, literally go through like these three to 500 ideas and be like, this is a billion dollar company. Yeah, I, billion dollar. I was like, yeah then why don't you have a billion dollars? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. And I, I think, yeah, the, 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 if you know, you're asking me like if somebody's to the people that are green, just starting an entrepreneurship, like what I say, learn, right. Learn. And then if it would be like one habit, you just like ask yourself, like, how can I improve at least once a week or once every other day or whatever, you know, your process is, but you got to say, how can I improve this and continuously asking yourself that question? And, um, one thing I actually also, just read recently and I definitely agree it's hard to admit that you don't know something you know it's kind of yes. fucking hits your ego Ugh. you know yeah like you guys probably know more about podcasting than me right because you put the work in but it's hard to be like oh I don't know this I don't know that I suck at this <laughs> I don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like ah. we're definitely not maybe not yeah, yeah I was like 20 best podcast I don't, I don't even know yeah no yeah, yeah. But, uh, but no, I see, no, no but I see what you're saying, and I think that's the thing too. I think learning a is a skill. Learning it is, is a skill, and I think being comfortable with failure is too. a skill, and also being comfortable with, I guess, with the not knowing and mm. com- com- being comfortable asking questions. Yeah, I think is is an important one. Like being able to check your ego I mean, for my biggest goal is to finally drop my ego. Mm. It's so hard though. That's but, that's a huge one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think I personally, I believe a lot of my problems would be solved if I just didn't have an ego <laughs> but i but i think that's the thing too i mean the ego is a, is a that, that's a funny thing because i think just like how we're talking about how you know top performers right mm. their their struggle you know made them great but yep. it also kind of led them to ruin mm. yep i think in essence i don't think it's necessarily like killing your ego i think it's a matter of utilizing it yeah that's a great way, way to put it you know it's kind of like it can be like an inner demon it can either you know fu- you know you can either use it to drive you or it can, you know, burn you down from the inside. Like from there, I think it's just a matter of utilization and how you try to channel it from there. That's I've got a, I actually, the, shout out to Ryan Holiday, that book, Ego is the Enemy. I got to yeah. read that one next actually, but yeah. he talks about that in that book too. Um, and I got to Man, I think I just rewatch this podcast so I can get all these book recommendations. <laughs> no, I mean, I could, I could go. You we could just, just gotta start reading books. You could hit me up anytime. We gotta have books. second podcast just no, book recommendations. No, what, what, no, when we train, we like turn off the music. We just listening to Millionaire Fast. Yes, <laughs> you could. I've done it yeah. when I was. Uh, I have a friend. Shout out to Hike T. He he when he jogs sometimes he listens to not Ice T. Hike <laughs> no Hike Televisión. He's a great guy. He runs a. a State Farm Insurance Company here. Okay. For a, tons of hustle. And yeah, he, that's what he does. He, and he's done like ultra marathons and stuff. Oh, shit. Oh, ultra marathons. Um, you yeah. know, so basically, or I think Ironman or something. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, when, when, when it's like, oh, man. You know, 
You know what's not long enough? A marathon. <laughs> no, yeah, he's yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know if it's like Ironman Ultra or tri. I, he's done. The, I think it's triathlon. That's when you bike, swim, and yeah, then run the twenty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a triathlon. He's done yeah. that, and then uh, yeah, there's some yeah. awesome people. I could definitely get you guys some awesome guests that oh, are like for high sure, performers. Man. We yeah. are super open to that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. But um, you know, yeah, you could exercise and listen to books, go on walks. Mm-hmm. You know, so definitely, there's tons of I think great habits you can build. What you guys are probably you know in that physical fitness place of like you know probably in the top of the field what do you guys do you guys have habits of like working out every morning what what does that look like i'm interested yeah i mean i do i do work out every morning it's just a matter of i think the biggest thing i think about uh because i wake up pretty early and people go like oh how do you wake up like so early and it really just comes to the point i just do it i can't help but like wake up like yeah. early and then start doing stuff plus you adapt yeah. over time yeah mm-hmm. adapt over time and i think it's just a matter of I don't see I don't see like physical activity as a chore. Mm. It's 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 a, once again like you know it's improvement. I'm like okay, just improving from what I did before. Like mm-hmm. refining the process, and then yeah, it's um yeah, it, 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 I just look at that. If <laughs> I mean to quote like your your friend, it's, it doesn't matter. I'm like yeah, it doesn't like the results don't matter. The what's the important yeah is the process and yeah being process oriented. I mean, which is funny because that's we've talked about that like yeah. a lot like of before course. here, because that's the thing. I feel like as long as my process is good, the results, I, there, I there's only so much you can control in terms of results, and that's right. the same way I look at fighting. It's like there's only so many things I can control, like in a fight. So why worry about you know why worry about the things I can't control? All I can control is like what I what I, I do. I have thought was. about like <laughs> completely unrelated yeah. things like yeah. mid competition and like after the fact. I'm just thinking to myself, why did I yeah, do that? Why, why are you doing it? And it's almost because that's the thing. You kind of you're lose. It's you can only focus really so much on like one thing, and that's the yep. thing. It's like if you lose that laser like focus, then you're just like percentages <laughs> yeah. like, away from your optimization. Uh, personally, yeah. now when I say this, it's gonna sound bad at first, but Hell I always, yeah. <laughs> I always make sure to check myself to make sure that I actually want to do this. Yeah, and keep in mind, I'm gonna do it anyway, but. <laughs> I yeah. think most people they're like, do I want to do this? No. All right, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I try to make sure I ask myself, do I want to do this? No. All right, let's want to do this. Interesting. Yeah. I again, oh. I'm like, those well, are that, you... that's kind of similar. I'd say like the way I look at it is like if I see something as you know difficult or man that that's not necessarily what I want to do, I kind of look at it. Um, well, once again, the beatings with that. <laughs> No, no. And once again, like the beatings will continue until like morale improves. Mm. I, the way I go, it doesn't matter how I feel. I'm just gonna do it anyway, and then just see what happens. Like from there, I, I like that. You know, it's hard. It's it's that's a difficulty I struggle it's with too. You know, not like easy. I tell people straight up, like I don't love SEO. My people do. Though. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I don't love yeah. marketing. Like I don't yeah. love SEO. I love connecting people and yeah. um, you know talking to people more on the business sales side. But you know, it, I think there's a ba- like if you look at top performers, how much passion do they have? Versus that discipline, mm. yes. right? And they go hand in hand. Yeah, and yes. it's part of that process, and you can't burn yourself out either at the same time. Yeah. Well, no, um, no, for sure. Yeah, and and so I actually ended up losing forty pounds um, when I was like at two twenty or whatever, and then and then I running that marathon. Mm. That marathon journey, it's all about that process. You yes. know, today I'm gonna run a mile. You're not like I'm gonna. You're not marathon. just gonna right no. now. <laughs> no. Right now. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> 
You know, yeah. And then once, and then when you forget that process journey, like I ended up gaining back, like I ended up actually getting back to 200, oh, 205, 210. Oh, well, at least half back. And then now I'm back down to like 180. And then oh, I'm thinking of getting down to like 160. But, but like that one six pack destination is definitely not going to get me there, right? Like mm. I know it's all about eating right, using my fitness sure. pal. And, but habits. Yeah, yeah the habits. Again, yeah. It's not like abs. Yes, that's it. Do that one thing and you have it. But I think that's the thing too. It's, uh, um, I think a lot of people end up just wanting the result and then they don't really care about how to get there. I mean, but a, I think that's a thing. It's yeah. like how to get there is that is it is the important thing. Yep. Yeah. That's the person. Yeah. I, I read a quote the other day, um, basically by a chess master. Uh, you know, he's a grand chess master, and mm-hmm. he said, um, you know, he failed the first time, and he said the I think he, Maurice Ashley is his name, right? Mm-hmm. And is in the book Tribe of Mentors, and basically. He talks about how um, he failed and his lesson he learned that he got from another chess master is you've actually got to become that person before you get that thing. He's like, so before being a grand chess master, I had to become one. Then I could play that game and then earn the little trophies and all that stuff. But that process is how you become that person or whatever destination. There's your results. And then I think below that's your process. And I think even deeper is your identity. Mm. I've seen like who, who or what are you? And that helps if you want to be, say, a grand chess master. If I think of myself, I am a chess grandmaster, then what would a chess grandmaster do? Exactly. Work their ass off. All right. <laughs> yeah, once again, it's like that inner narration yeah. you know, from there. Yeah. I think one people miss, and I don't know why, and I, I see so many people miss this one, <laughs> is what would a grand mas- chess master do, right? They'd obviously practice and all yeah. that, but they would know a lot of other grand chess masters. Same thing with MMA, right? Take a look at you guys in MMA, right? You guys probably know a lot of MMA people, right? Like I know, I know like a couple. I know like maybe three to five. Yeah. Maybe I could seven if I really hard. But you guys probably could name like fifty in your network, right? Yeah. Yeah. That matters so much that people really miss a lot of that time. I think no, but I think that's so important. Well, it's just the same thing. It's like oh, you end up just becoming you know the five people you (laughs) hang around with the most. That's just. That's just how it goes. So if you are an MMA fighter, you're around a bunch of MMA. Oh wow, you just get better at yeah. MMA. Like it's it is kind of natural. It, but it's it's like it's that network. Like, it, I think it like becomes natural. Yeah. Like I know tons of different entrepreneurs. Like like because you know I'm really interested in it. No, like I'm executing. But then at the same time, like the more I hang around them, right? Like I'm bringing up more MMA shit, right? Because I'm on obviously the, the name around, of the show, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But I'm around you guys, right? Yeah. Like I have not once, yeah. believe it or not, talked about MMA at all today, right? Mm-hmm. Or like. You yeah, know, but training. look, at look who you're around. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, yeah. you naturally, like, this should just starts slowly. It's a byproduct. Yeah. Yeah. You become like attuned to it. I have yeah. a theory, and I I want to hear your guys' right. opinions sure. on What's this. Up? But I believe that pretty much every like goal or destination you have, or just a re- desirable result, it should be framed more as a byproduct of what you're doing already. I think people think to themselves, I want a six pack, I want, or I want to get dates. And I, <laughs> I personally yeah. believe that yeah. by, that there are other things that you could be working on, like working on yourself, that and getting a six pack and being more interesting to other people will be a byproduct of doing that. That's so, you don't go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to, mine's yeah. going to be like a slight disagreement, but go ahead. I'm, like, I'm interested in that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I th- I mean I can I, I kind of see like where you're going with like on there, but I think another thing too, in terms of I think once again it's becoming too results based sure. in, in that kind of way where it's like 
all right, cool, you have the six-pack or you have the dates mm. or you're working on your process in terms of getting that. But I think it really goes into, um, I don't know, I think it, like, it goes into like what matters to you and then your actions kind of dictate what mattered to you. Sure. Like from, from there, I mean, that's kind of the way I, I look at it. Yeah. But what, what were you going to say? Like? When I, yeah. So when I was, uh, uh, you know, I never wanted to get any trophies or whatever mm. or the, the dating thing. Of course. But um, I actually got a pretty good dating spot, I will say. Um, <laughs> but shout out to my girlfriend, long-term relationship. But basically, <laughs> no, um, two, yeah. you know, two and a half years. But basically, um, the, I think you need to, number one, the process definitely matters, right? Yes. But it just goes, it's, it kind of goes back to passion and discipline. Mm-hmm. If you have a certain result, you can't just forget about that result. Like, let's say it's to run yeah. a marathon. It's like you have to have a destination you in mind. Yeah, you've you got to gotta also track yourself by your progress, especially like in my world, right? Like if I want to do a certain revenue number, I've got to say, okay, these processes and actions, are they getting me to be the person that is going to get that end result? Or I need to switch I them. See. Switch them out. That's the only thing. It's like no, measurable. You got to make it measurable. Yeah, you, you got to measure yourself and then obviously compare it to yourself, which is so super yeah. freaking hard. Yeah, yeah. no, but yeah. that's the thing because how can you, I think that's a thing, that's an important thing too of improvement is like, how can you measure how you're growing? That's true. You know, from from there, yeah, like, to that yeah. result, you do um, need to like point yourself towards something. Yeah, but I think yeah, that process yeah. is so like is it is like eighty five or seventy five percent. Yeah, process. I think it is more than fifty percent of it. You know, yeah. like like yeah, getting there. But that's the whole uh, process. The goal thing. is important. Yeah. I think direction, direction, think. direction. That's yeah. a much yeah. better Vision. way to put it. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I didn't, I had no idea. Yeah, you gotta have at least some kind of you know destination you want to get to or whatever, and and people say you gotta have you know get Arnold Schwarzenegger over here on the wall, <laughs> oh, you know, great. so maybe that motivate. I don't know does this motivate you guys or whatnot, but you know, I'm it was just left here. But I was like, I think I think it's, it's a good important. quote. It's a, yeah, oh yeah, you can't quite see the quote, but it's talking about it's talking about pain and how your pain is your privilege. I yeah. think is that it it's essentially, and I, and I think that really goes because what that hits with too is just like. How people's inner struggle, inner narration is like is their privilege because that's that that's what channels them. Yeah, like from from there, it's yeah. yours. Because yeah. I wasn't loved enough as a child. <laughs> no, but uh, no, but that's true. I mean, sometimes like that, that that negative energy ends up you know fueling you. Like from there, if anything, I mean, that every every fighter I know, every martial artist I know, it doesn't come from like a nice place <laughs> yeah. that, that, that they wanted to learn how to defend themselves. Which, I was, yeah. oh, growing up, yeah. I was personally always interested in like, why do people do what they do? So I got lucky. I got a bachelor's degree in psychology mm-hmm. because I hated, so, so you know. <laughs> you hated psychology? Yeah, well, I hated yeah. school and I thought it was the easiest <laughs> shit. <laughs> and the way I, I got this degree. So I, I ended up, so I was lucky because, you know, like I ended up graduating two years early, but I picked a really easy degree and, you know, depending on who I talk to, I'll answer the question differently. Like if I talk to a person like, oh, I went to Harvard, I'll be like, oh yeah, well I graduated two years early. But if I talk to the average person, I'll be like, I actually have a 2.7 GPA. <laughs> I hated school. 2.7 GPA basically. get degrees. But yeah, they do, right? And, and in my case, I ended up actually negotiating these classes. So lucky. I was lucky the teacher actually let me, you know, like I said, there's so much luck there. Yeah. But, you know, but I actually, but you have to make that attempt. Yeah. So, um, but psychology was like, why do people do what they do? That was the question I always try to ask myself. Like, That's why do they take question. these? Well, but I think it's, you know, the answer is not freaking simple at all. Of yeah. No. But it's the habits. Like everyone's different. Yeah. The habits are so, so it's like obviously genetic factors. Like if you take a look at smoking, right? Sure. Like you're twice as likely to smoke if your parents smoke because mm. your genetics respond to that. Like, you know, but then also it's like the habits. Then um, your friends. I was, I was reading in, in this book where it basically talks about how your actual, uh, I think it might have been in Atomic Habits, where it basically talks about how, like, if your friends smoke, you're actually, like, twice as likely 
to smoke. smoke. Yeah. Well, I remember. It's like that networking thing we're talking about yeah. again. But yeah. Here's where it gets fucking trippy. If their friends smoke that are not your friends, that actually still Im- impacts your chance by 15%. By association, right? By association, which is weird, right? Yeah. Ah, it's almost like I mean, that two degree like the, difference from that's that. That's how yeah. culture yeah. happens, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's the culture, hmm. right? So, but yeah, so I think that's kind of why people do it. It's like it's the habits, then it's kind of like the, you know. It's an easy habit because you know, everyone else is doing it. Yeah, so, you know, environment versus, yeah. you know, your free will. Mm. No, but, no, that's yeah. true. And that you end up just becoming, yeah, that's straight. Yeah, it's even like, uh, it's like a proxy network is still affecting you. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it could be that same token. It's like if you're in, like in fitness or if you're, you mm. know, like, you know, sport like that, you end up just knowing a lot of people. Right. Not even necessarily in the same sport that you do, but just like also you can this, see how every yeah. all these little things are so deeply intertwined and connected in like the strangest ways yeah no for sure so do you guys have so you know i think process is definitely obviously important sure and then i think you should have some idea of where you want to end up do you guys have like 10 year goals or where is the podcast or yeah, whatever rich. where are you guys 10 years rich yeah no no that's no, good no, no, there's, no, nothing, I, there's nothing wrong with being rich yeah i think uh well the goal is like what like a filipino variety show yeah is, is the goal because yeah. we realize yeah. that i'm like tall slightly light lighter skinned i have lots yeah. of interesting hobbies yeah. i'm in good shape i think i'd be good for the filipino masses yes yes but uh, in seriousness, for me, I, in ten years, I think I'd like to, I'd like to be making enough, mu- make a living as an author. Why not get rich though? Why? See, this is the stigma. Get People rich. Don't get rich. Yeah. I mean, he's like, I'm gonna say, get rich. He's gonna be like, you're a Trump supporter. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, you demand a recount. Well, well, you know, it doesn't matter as I'm in my mansion. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but he doesn't matter, guys. I, guys, it I personally, personally, I think yeah. that being rich will come as a byproduct of being at the top of a field the creating value exactly yeah. like, that I, is exactly just, it i get if i were to be super vague and abstract i just want to be really fucking great at something uh i would say like where i want to be in 10 years is i want to be just being able to make money over doing the things i would do anyway yeah like, i love that like passive yeah. income style mm-hmm. exactly it's like where it's not oh i mean because that because it's like what you say like you have to trade your time like for money but then at the, at the at the end of the day, like if I can find a way to make it so the time I spend doing the things I want to do anyway is still making money, then that's a win for me. That's a huge win. Yeah. That was like the yeah, you know, and that's kind of where I wanted. So I wanted to basically that was my minimum, you know, mm-hmm. and so I you know I was lucky to hit that point. But at the same time, like I fucking sometimes I'm in a weird position where like sometimes I'll be like, guys, I don't feel like working today at all. <laughs> <laughs> fire me you can't yeah. but uh oh, wait, basically right. <laughs> no. guys fire me oh wait <laughs> you, just kidding no, I can't. but uh you know but i think it starts with but the people i'm with you know like it starts with surrounding yourself with the right people mm. you know like what make really now we're asking that question of like what makes you happy yeah for you yeah. right so like you want to do what makes you happy and for me, uh, you know, like I love music and whatnot, and it's freaking like I oh, rap album. Yeah, well, yeah, right. But um, you know, I could like you know beatbox and all that, and like I tell myself halfway there, you know. And I used to have like a YouTube channel and whatnot, but basically I stopped because I was thinking about the numbers and you know, like how does the mathematics work out behind that? A little bit harder than starting a business. You know, nobody knows an Armenian rapper that made it, right? You, like, no one knows an Armenian rapper that made it yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is true, though. I love that, right? So, um, you know, <laughs> just, 
but basically I, I will I will uh, end up having an album but basically I think it is a uh, uh, you know interesting like you gotta you gotta try to fa- find that balance somewhere in the world like because because you're trying to solve some kind of need yeah you know, even if it's a podcast like somebody yeah out like there. what value are you offering like, yeah like, right yeah. like what value even if it's a pod like you're entertaining people in some way mm-hmm. but then how the hell do you freaking get that happiness out and sometimes I, I don't think. I think history is really revisionist as fuck, right? Yes. Like, right oh, now... Oh, absolutely. Well, it's like, well, we're talking about narration. Like, history <laughs> is narrated by the people that won the shit. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, like, today... And I wouldn't call myself, you know, you know, like, super successful at all by any stretch, right? Like, I'm just, like, trying to make it and all that. COVID hit us this year. We got hit by, like, you know, 30% freaking A. Mm-hmm. But luckily, we still, we're still bouncing back, nice. which is really good. Um, but basically, like... You think about it, right? If you would have talked to me like five years ago, or I'd probably be like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck, what the hell I'm doing, you know? Yeah, or yeah. like, you know, the lows and the highs and the yeah. whole freaking journey, and and it comes down to those those habits. And I don't know, you know, how the heck, uh, uh, you know, sometimes like, how do you find that happiness? I think I think it's being able to to slow and steady and build it up slow and and just take it one day at a time. Point one percent better every day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But that shit compounds so fast. You guys know about Com- the whole penny yeah, thing, com- right? Yeah, 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 compound, yeah, compound interest. Everybody yeah. loves to talk about like if I give you a penny oh, every yeah, day, yeah. you know, and yeah, it doubled it itself yeah. and all that crap. Yeah. But yeah, basically that's I think that's so important and that's Atomic Habits, mm. you know, great yeah. it's, it's great compound book. progress. One yeah. of my favorite yeah. books. And then uh uh there's definitely um one thing by Gary Keller phenomenal if, if, if you're going to start reading books you know another thing you know whoever wants to be quote-unquote successful but um you know you obviously have to make sure that people are successful read it if it's not it's either a a mentor recommendation and you make sure the mentors read it mm. or b like the people that wrote it are just beasts like mark cuban's book how, yeah. how to win in the sport of business pretty but, sure he's successful yeah pretty sure <laughs> yeah but one thing by gary keller is actually he's more successful than mark so he's a billionaire keller williams there's coldwell bankers like the biggest real estate company yeah, second company is real oh. estate. The second one is uh, Keller Williams, and, and they're really big as well. Mm. And basically, he talks about how this, you know, you got to ask yourself, like, what's the one thing you're going to do that's going to make everything else easier or unnecessary in your life? Like for you guys, right? If, if we were in a meeting right now, I'd be like, what's the one thing we could do to make this podcast blow up, easier or unnecessary, right? I'd be like, let's fucking try to get some home run guests. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know why you got me on. Like, you got to get like <laughs> we got a home run guest right now. Nah, I'm, I'm, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. start, but basically, like, you know, get some. Yeah, get yeah, some Seahawks yeah, players in here. Yeah, yeah. Get some Seahawks players to do MMA. Russell Wilson, where you at? Yeah, you could. <laughs> Actually, you could we are him. connected to that because Drew. Oh shoot! Yeah, Drew works See? out with Bobby. Yeah, Wagner. we do have surprising. You get Bobby in here. Yeah, get whoever, right, whoever does uh, yeah. training, you know, yeah. and, and sports. Like, yeah. get these high end athletes, and I'm sure you guys would crush that. Oh no, you know? for sure. I mean, that's that, a great that's idea. Good. Thank you. And that's the thing too. It's like orienting because. Inter- or like get in that direction because I was like you know that is a good idea actually you know we yeah. spent so much time uh, thinking about how we can get Scott to fight Justin Bieber we should get Justin just Bieber just on the podcast Justin the yeah talk <laughs> the about ultimate betrayal <laughs> Justin will talk about why it's the biggest waste of time <laughs> yeah. of his life he's like who the fuck is Scott McDonald <laughs> and then Scott's behind him with the <laughs> RKO no uh, <laughs> big bust out of nowhere that's hilarious but, but yeah man that's a great book I, one thing yeah <laughs> I think I want to revise that answer. If I could do what I want in 10 years, or at least in some point in my life, is I just want to put out... I don't even care if I, people think I'm at the top of my field or not. I just want to put something out there that has extreme value. Well, you already gave your answer. I mean, you can't change <laughs> I told that. Like that. <laughs> no revisionist here. Yeah. You let, let the record show he chased. <laughs> nope. All right. I'm going to put out a modern history right now. Uh, yeah. And it goes in like... Yeah. <laughs> edits it out. Edits it out. Well, yeah. I would say... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think... 
whatever it may be, I I want to put out something special. That's yeah. That, I mean, yeah. And it's so it's not easy to freaking answer that shit. You know, yeah, it's all you have a tough prepared, question. But that's what you got to. Good question. I read a eighteen-year-old what he's gonna do with his life. <laughs> yeah, these guys don't know. Like yeah. you read, I don't, I don't know. know. I, I got really lucky. You know, like I'm telling you, like I'm such a fucking lucky guy. So basically. At 21, so my mom, she works at Costco. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, she, and, you know, she's like, Vlad, you're in business now and all this stuff. What can I do for you? I, you know, I'm like, do you love me? She's like, yes. I'm like, introduce me to the co-founder and CEO of Costco. Ah. I was like, let me. Yeah. She's like, what? Oh, yeah. She's like, are you trying to get me fired? I'm like, just, you know, ask. Like, what's the big yeah. deal, right? Just ask, right? Yeah. And so, uh, basically, that's what I, I ended up interviewing him when I was, for 21, for 30 minutes. I got wow. a chance. It was like, what? It, yeah, <laughs> I was so honored, and I had a journal which I lost. Damn! Oh, <laughs> was like, oh. It was all but, here. Yeah, I was just all lost. <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna only say this once. Oh, <laughs> no, no one is ever gonna. F- no, I'm just kidding. It wasn't like that. He burns the yeah, journal. But, uh, yeah, Jim Sinegal, great guy, great CEO, because he actually gave his time to a kid who probably lost him so much money in that interview. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm. Re- I could be running Costco. I'm wasting my time on you. Yeah. And it was yeah. being these like these uh, other like couple of kids actually. His his secretary was smart she's like okay there's a bunch of kids i want to meet him i'm just gonna pack them all in one meeting ah, so but i got my chance to interview him for like 20 minutes whatever in a journal yeah, awesome. and I, I remember just taking one thing down and and it was he said look he's like you guys are all gonna be successful no doubt whatever and, and right when he said it, i was like i don't know about me jim i don't know don't make false promises <laughs> i'm not trying to buy your course don't tell me that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but then he said he said like you just got to focus he's like on your family he's like just focus on your family focus on your health and then focus on you know building up whatever companies you're doing and so i translated that which i try to live my life this way mm. and i don't always do it but it's really health wealth and relationships Ooh, and the relationships like part they affect the health and the wealth oh for sure you sure. know yeah. like the shit i'm talking connected. about today like, and vice like versa and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. you know yeah so the yeah. relationship and, and a family uh, the reason i changed family you know not I, i'm really blessed to have a great family but you know you can't choose all the family yeah, members. Well, everybody's got that uncle yes yeah or whatever you know that family member they're like eh. but uh basically you know so that's why i just put relationships mm-hmm. in that category so it's health wealth relationships and you know that's i think a huge kind of piece of that that whole formula puzzle and yeah. and it's easier it's so much easier to say this shit too right like nobody mm-hmm. wants to look at their friend it's well yeah <laughs> you know it's easy to say that so. yeah no for no for sure yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but it's a journey man so Almost definitely, and it's been a journey for this podcast. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining us, Vlad. We really mm-hmm. appreciate better guests coming you. soon. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I hope so. You know, yeah. that, that, that's the, the goal, right? Yeah. To top oh, no, it every sure. single time. It's that's improvement. That yeah. is the, the the challenge. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. Soon we'll be interviewing Justin Bieber. Thank you, guys. Bobby <laughs> yeah, Wagner. No, no, yeah. Oh, well, Bobby, whatever. And anyway, yeah, dude. Thank, thank you so much. Yeah, for your we time, really Vlad. appreciate this. A pleasure. Thank you so it's much. It's been a great podcast. No Actually, wait. Oh, before we leave, like, you yeah, want to plug, plug anything? yourself. Or, you have lots of things to I mean, plug. Yeah, uh, you plug a lot of things. You plug a lot of books. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, so... Let it fly. No, so my, I have a book called SEO for Doctors, Logic Inbound. I mean, you could, you could put that on Amazon. Um, Logic Inbound is my company today, but... Really, you know, um, you could just reach out to me on Facebook or, or Twitter. My, my Instagram actually is Vlad Gives. Yeah. And then my, uh, my Twitter is Vlad Gives. And I, I changed my name because I was thinking like, oh, that's a great concept, like brand that, that I'm going to build myself around. Just giving and helping people. Awesome. And so, um, yeah, if anybody wants to connect, I'm always happy to help and connect them to the resources. It's really my passion. Great. I've been helped a shit ton. Like, it's no, <laughs> like, all the mentor. Every time I talk to somebody who's worth, you know, seven figures plus, mm. like, you have to understand, like, they could, these people could build their time out a $1,000 plus an hour or whatever. Yeah. You know, so I've been really lucky. So you guys feel free to reach out to me. And I'll tell you just, you know, the sh- I'll be like, you know what? That's how, every time I went to my mentor, he's like, 
roll your fucking sleeves up and get back to work. And get back <laughs> to his, work. It's his what advice. You, you yeah, need that, yeah, right? Yeah, so if you guys yeah. reach out to me, I'll, I'll tell you, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, roll your sleeves up, get back to work. It's hard, but at Go the same time, me, you know, I'll give you a tip or two. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And bye, everybody. Donate to Patreon. Please. <laughs> bye. <laughs>